So we're back. Last time we were talking, we finished on warm-ups. Like yeah. your cramp, I had cramp and you solved, you, you resolved that issue of my cramps by doing hamstring curls. Yeah, like unintentionally. Didn't even know that would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just give people things and things happen. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> and yeah, so there are my warm-ups as well as glute bridges with... A fucking stupid song that you made me do glute bridges to. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is PSD, which is quite funny. So for anyone who's not aware, they would already be getting really scared right now when they hear a song, one of Aaron's, like, two songs. How many songs do you normally have? Oh, there's a big playlist, but I just, you got, I prefer, like, a few that are yeah. really good. So there's two songs I mostly use, and whenever I hear that being played, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I need to do glute bridges. <laughs> yeah. I have people tell me that all the time. Yeah, like, they'll hear a song come on the radio, like, write it or come on the radio or something like that. Like, no, nope, can't let do it. <laughs> PTSD from it. <laughs> so what are your warm-ups like? Because that's what you give me, what your one's like. So the warm-ups now, like, I try to find, um, like, the more I have, the more time I have you as a client, the more, um, the better I'm going to know what your weaknesses are and, like, what, what we need to work on more. So I need to throw more money at you for longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we'll get fitter and better. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's like, once I find out what your weaknesses are, and I can usually do that through like an assessment as well, but we'll just tend to find things after like little things. But like, if we have an assessment, I can find what your weaknesses are. And then I'll put that so in a warm up. Very big do. list. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like that's, that'll be like, just find one thing for that assessment, work on it, make it better. And then come back in a month or two We'll find something else, work on that. But like, I like having that in people's warmups. Like if you do that, let's just say like you're having trouble with, uh, I don't know, say knee pain or something like that. And we, and we find that your hamstrings aren't working very well. If I give you a bunch of hamstring curls and you do that every day for the warmup, mm. um, or even like accessory work at the end or whatever, if we do that every day, um, that should get better. And then we can see that as we, if we see that progress and get better, then we find something else this week and attack that my favorite thing that you've had me do is sandbag deadlifts mm. before i do pistols yeah oh you do sandbag squats isn't it? is it squats squats sorry yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. sandbag squats before pistols yeah. oh such a such an amazing thing yeah i can now do pistols <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to warm up for 40 minutes no <laughs> yeah. so before I would, well, I, I learned to do pistols halfway during the first lockdown. And they were, like, I would use, like, a, a 2.5 kg plate where, you know, that kind of size. Just something underneath my foot, my heel, to give me that extra mobility help. <clears throat> After warming up, I could then do a pistol squat with heel help. And that slowly went away that I was able to get rid of the, the assistance and stuff like that. But I would still have to warm up for, for such a huge amount of time. And then when I told you that, and then you gave me sandbag squats, heavy sandbag squats, max reps, three times. Yeah. Um, I could then just go straight into a world of pistols. Yeah. No, no attempt at... No, no actual warm-up for the pistols. No warm-up for the pistol. Yeah. Just be like, start the wad, yeah. go. Yeah. 20 pistols on this leg. <laughs> yeah. Balancing the tension in the body. It's crazy. <laughs> strong fit sponsored by strong fit <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's been it's been really cool like they, the amount i've learned over the past year is it's been insane from those guys from strong fit it's um 
yeah, I mean, things like that have been, have been crazy to see. Um, I've been doing that a lot with people just to improve their squat mobility, like put a, put a sandbag in their hands, and that's helped all, a ton. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think you're the only person, I think you and Rachel are the only people that I've given uh, that to, like the sandbag squat straight into pistols. Because like most, most people don't have the strength yet to, to go into that pistol yet, but no, mm. it, I mean, like for you, it worked really well. It t- it's taken me a while to get to pistols. Yeah. Um, like I never used to be able to get even near it. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, then during the whole, yeah, during the lockdown, I was trying to do handstand walks, which I've been trying to do for a really long time. Um, and then I got bored of doing it, so I was like, oh, I'll do handstand walks and pistols. And then yeah. I eventually got the pistols quite quickly, which I was quite surprised about. Yeah. Um, but still, mobility was the problem. But your sandbag squats was just an eye opener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we got to work on the. Uh handstand push-ups <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they've gone <laughs> have they they completely yeah. gone yeah almost they're um yeah i used to be able to get like probably like four or five strict mm. um and now i'm like one. Oh yeah <laughs> but i wonder if we can use a sandbag to um start to strengthen that of course overhead press of, of course, course we, of course we can of course we can use a sandbag Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no better tool <laughs> No, sort of start doing like a bunch of like overhead press with a sandbag, but using the right muscles and muscles that we would be using for the uh, handstand push-ups, hopefully. The strict press with the sand with the sandbag has actually helped my strict press with the barbell. You see the carryo? Have you seen the carryo? Yeah. Because yeah. I was doing it, I was doing so much overhead with the sandbag, and then when I picked up a barbell, I was able to like PB by quite a bit. Oh really? And you don't PB strict press. No, not very often. Not very often, and by a huge margin. <laughs> Did you? Was it a huge margin? I think it was like seven point five. Really, seven kilos. Yeah. Just by using a sandbag. Yeah. That's yeah. I, didn't know I hadn't done a strip press in a while. Yeah. Like I remember, I was warm. I was when I was using a barbell. I was doing it low reps and yeah. low weight anyway. So yeah, the first time I went for it, it was like sixty kg, and I think it was yeah, it was low fifties before yeah. that, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a big jump, man. Yeah. Yeah, for a strip press, that's a big jump. Mm. Yeah, because like my my warm ups completely uh, changed over the past, or really over the past like year, um, just doing the songs and things like that to get the right muscles warmed up for, for whatever what I'm gonna do, um, but I mean like that's that's what I was talking about in a couple of podcasts ago, like the doing the hundreds or, just doing one max set, of either a bench press or barbell deadlifts or things like that and just trying to feel the muscle and then as soon as you lose connection with that muscle that's when the set stops so like i've been doing that with uh bench press for probably about probably two months now um so i started with an empty barbell and i would just go as many reps as i could until i lost tension in my uh, pecs and then i would stop and then once i get to 100 reps of that then i'll add a little bit of weight and just keep doing the same thing so the goal isn't really to get to 100 reps the goal is to keep tension in the pecs for as long as you can mm. but if i but if i do happen to get to 100 reps then i'll increase the weight so i think it's just a way of thinking about it what well, weight did you say you're at now uh 40 40 kilos so you can do almost 100 then yeah which for me like that's that's a it's a big jump over the past two months <laughs> like like for a barbell was rough <laughs> <laughs> i remember you doing that with me uh, a while ago uh just go for max reps mm. and i was like I think I was like 30 reps <laughs> with <Yeah>. a barbell. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough. Like I did a workout, it was probably a couple of years ago now that it was like a 100 bench press 
<clears throat> 100 bench press per time. But it was if you drop the bar or if you rack the barbell, you had to do a one mile run. And it was, yeah, so like nobody wanted to rack the barbell. <laughs> just sit like, yeah. Take it over five minute rest. Yeah. But that's one of those things like where you gain the system though. You're like, I'm not putting the barbell, even if it's hurt, like it's fucking up my shoulder right now. I'm not putting the barbell down. So like, that's the kind of, that's what you don't want for that, that kind of style warm up. And is it a five minute, is it a one more run or can I kind of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. run until you can't see me <laughs> yeah stop wait about five minutes and then come back <laughs> five minutes how fast is your one more run <laughs> oh there was that do you, was you yeah you was there that, that guy who would who had like a five minute mile oh yeah it was a uh, George I think yeah yeah he was quick oh, fuck it he done like the ultra marathons so he like run hundreds of miles I think yeah 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 it's crazy he was crazy fast he would do like marathons in the morning. Yeah. And then come to a wad. And then run to the gym like eight miles and then <laughs> do a wad, kill everyone, and then go back. Like like his strength numbers weren't too bad for somebody that runs as much as he did. Like he's he was mm. fairly strong. It yeah. Was, it was impressive actually. Was really I'm pretty annoying. sure he smoked as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it was really annoying. <laughs> yeah, just so I could be that fit. <laughs> like I said before, like I love new people, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. You get to see them suffer. He yeah. did not suffer. He he embarrassed me. Yeah, and, unless I was like, it was fuck. Yeah, unless it was like a heavy, a heavy lift. Yeah, he was like in the wads. He was usually mm. crushing people, especially if it had any type of running in it, or any kind of like row and running whatever. He Just was cardio people. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, they, yeah, I, I've even changed up from the bench press. I still do the bench press, but I'm trying to start doing that the same thing with the deadlifts and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but because like my deadlift form a couple years ago, it's never been, I've always just felt my back the next day. I never feel it during the lift. It's always the next morning I wake up. I'm like, oh, I'm a bit sore. My, my back's a bit sore. So now I'm going to start working on that to get that technique better and um, try to get my glutes and hamstrings working the whole time I'm doing the deadlift rather than using my back. I want to actually be able to feel my glutes and hamstrings every rep. And that's kind of the goal for that. And then as soon as I feel, don't feel them anymore, I go to my, or I stop the set. So for someone who has never felt them, mm. these like hamstrings or whatever, these certain muscle groups you want us to feel, how do I know that then I am feeling them when you get me to do a certain thing? Because I remember when we were doing our sessions uh, in between the lockdown periods and you were like, can you feel this? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually crazy how many times I heard that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can't feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you, can you tense this? I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's such a big, like, if you think about it, that's such a big issue. If you can't, like, tense the muscle, like, just when you're not doing anything, like, there's no way you're going to be able to tense the muscle correctly when you say, like, your lats. You can't tense them just standing still. Hmm. How are you going to tense them doing a bunch of kipping pull-ups? It's all going to be on your shoulders. Yeah, that's, I think that's one of the reasons we see, see so many uh, like shoulder injuries. Because hmm. nobody's actually able to use the right muscles for what we're supposed to be doing. But then how do I know when I'm using the right, the right ones? So that's like what I was talking about, like the past podcast. And this, that's what I want to start teaching people. I haven't really... There, there's videos up uh, for like strong fit there's videos that have like you should be able to feel this muscle when you're doing this movement 
Um, and people are asking the questions now, which is really good. Like in A14, they're, they're asking like, oh, what should I feel during this, this workout? Like when we're at the whiteboard. So it's good. It's getting better, but I need to, I need to find a way to, um, maybe even just create like a, a, a YouTube channel for A14 or something like that and have like movement set out, like try to feel this for this movement. And I don't know, maybe there's something there that, that we can do. I hear you're doing static classes as well. Yeah. Is that where I could, is that where you're going to like drill these? Yeah. That's where I'm going to start focusing on that a bit more is like, uh, it won't be anything technical, so it won't be really any barbell lifts, but it'll be heavy, uh, heavy for you. It'll be like sandbags, uh, yoke carries. Um, all the fun sled, stuff. Yeah, sleds, atlas <laughs> stones, sledgehammers, tires, all the fun stuff, yeah. Sledgehammer? Yeah, we got a sledgehammer now. <gasps> yeah. I haven't used one of those in a long time until a couple months ago. What do you ago. do? <laughs> Just hit a tire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do all kinds of stuff with it. But yeah, that's not as much as I know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... It'll be, that class will be focused on trying to get people to learn how to feel the muscles. And like with those movements, it's really, there's, there's a lot less skill involved. So like if I just tell you to pull a, pull a sled with a rope, it's really easy or simple to just get the sled to you and be able to feel the right muscles rather than trying to do like a, a bent over row. It might be a bit so, harder. So these movements are more likely to just naturally make you use the right muscles, yeah, which yeah. then if you then naturally using the right muscles and you then know how to use them when you need to when you need to yeah that transition to all the other things yeah that's so, the idea of it yeah so that will help me in my in me, me becoming a crossfit athlete yeah that's what you wanted yeah, <laughs> yeah. professional or just be healthier when you're uh playing at your home with your kids or whatever <laughs> yeah it's been crazy because i've got one client i um he's been he has he doesn't really have like a a training history so he didn't really do much growing up so like even when he went for a run like he would he would feel like the next for pretty much for the rest of the day he would be done like that was it like he was so sore after just like doing a run hmm. um so it's been really cool over the past like couple of years to have him built up to where he can just go out for a run come back and be fine and he can still play with his kids like because hmm. he would struggle to, he would just be sat on the couch and that's all he could do after going for a run so to to kind of see him be there and then see him come home, be able to do whatever he wants now, like do stuff in his, in his garden, in his yard without, you know, blowing up his back or being wrecked for the next three days. He can do that and that, like that stuff and be fine. It's cool. I remember those days of, well, before I went, before I started going to the gym, um, I remember once me and my friends had like a tradition when we were younger was like playing football on, um, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like just meeting up, playing football during the day and then getting drunk as you do. <laughs> um and one year when I was I'm not a football person, so sometimes I would play, sometimes I wouldn't, but it wouldn't all be the time. But this time I, this year I was like, I'm gonna fucking give it over. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god, I was in I was dead for two days. <laughs> just just couldn't move. I was in so much pain. And it's because I just didn't move. Yeah. Um I was just, my body wasn't used to moving that much. And then when you start going to the gym, you then have dumb pains. Um, and you can't move for a day. Um, but 
that eventually goes because yeah. you your body adapts to it. Your body yeah. gets used to moving. I don't know what it is, but that's how I see it. I see it is your body adapts and gets used to it. It's crazy how fast your body adapts to it. Especially, yeah. yeah. So as well, like, I mean, um, when I've had, like, I basically have three weeks off during Christmas period for mm. work, um, which is when I don't go bother going to the gym either. Um, I treat it like as if I'm Matt Fraser and taking a break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, when I come back, you get Dom pain, Dom pains again for like a week, and then it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you work out twice a day, five times a week." No, you don't. But you just do nothing. You know how do you, you can't do that? No one does that. I'm like, people do do that. I do yeah. do that. I just don't have Dom pains yeah. unless unless I take a break. You, you <laughs> and built, then it comes you built back. up to that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the thing is like you need to build up to that and that's that's something i had to learn as a coach as well Was like um when i first started i thought everybody was at like a certain level when they walked in so like i would <laughs> yeah, yeah i was at pvc pipe level <laughs> yeah well even even that like i would um i would give people things like uh, like a lunge or things like that and mm. you see people come in that that couldn't even do like a lunge or would struggle with like just an air squat going down to a box and you realize yeah. real quick you're like okay that's there need there needs to be something else that I can give them to help them progress even to like that level to, yeah. to even do lunges and things like that. So it's and that's what's good about CrossFit you've yeah. is that there's you've got the whiteboard of what to do. Yeah. But you can change it, adapt it to whatever each yeah. person needs. Yeah. You can, you can scale the movement to whatever you, your skill level is at mm. or your yeah. Which, which which is so hard to kind of tell people when people say do you yeah. come to CrossFit and they're like oh I need to go to the gym to go to the gym yeah and um you're like no whatever level you're at yeah it'll just get adapted to you yeah you know you've got a coach there they'll tell you this is what the target is yeah like this is what you want to aim for um in the future but that's that's what I've but been trying whatever to... your level you're at let's do this yeah that's what I've been trying to tell people as well is like don't do don't feel like you have to do exactly what's written on the whiteboard like, cause I, especially over the past year, I've been putting a lot of, uh, I don't know, like little, uh, side things. Yeah. Mm. So if it says like deadlifts on the, on the board, I'll put like a few different options you could do yeah. rather than barbell deadlifts. I mean, you could use kettlebells, dumbbells, sandbags. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just what level you're at in terms of being, um, fitness, but it's also your recovery where you might be injured. Yeah. Like, there's no point. Rachel is so shit at this. <laughs> and I tell her all the time, she'll have like 10% recovery on whoop. And she'll be like, yeah, I'm going to the gym. I'm like, eh, probably shouldn't, Rachel. <laughs> I think it depends on what you do, though. Like if she went to the gym and she was like... Recovering she, things. Yeah. But she, she doesn't. She doesn't do that. She'll just yeah. be like, yep, doing a class, get everything. Yeah. And then she's like... 10% next day and then she's ill when I'm like oh I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> no it's like if she if she went to the gym and maybe did like a, like a 30 or 40 minute just bike ski row light yeah, yeah. keep your body moving yeah. the thing is she doesn't need that because she has an active job yeah so she can do a full day of work and be like 13-14% day strain yeah um, so for those who are not aware that's pretty fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My, I, I go to the gym at the moment once a day um, and work from home. My day strain on average is about 10. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so with Rachel going to work and it's around 13, 14, and then she does a, wor- a workout with like 10% recovery. It just ruins her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then she gets ill. Um, see, there's, 
you have to know your body and you have to know when you go to gym if you are feeling shit yeah then don't push yourself because you're only going to feel shit the next day and then potentially give yourself either an injury or be yourself ill yeah it's it's crazy especially like it's a bit it's a bit weird a lot of the time it's not i don't find it weird but a lot of my clients um are women and they'll tell me like it's a really good thing but they'll tell they'll tell me like their cycle throughout the month but like i can adjust their training accordingly for their cycle because it, it definitely makes a difference um because like me and rachel was talking about that the other day even like uh contraception is going to have a big effect on like recovery and things like that it's crazy like that stuff is brutal on the body like the contraceptions that women use it's it's rough so i mean that all comes into into play (laughs) (laughs) how your recovery is yeah yeah Yeah. i think just yeah just sticking with the um and going back to the warm-ups though like i don't i'm gonna start experimenting with even like back squats and things like that with the barbell um just trying to do do the same thing try to find the right muscles deadlifts bench press back squat i might even try to start doing a strict press as well just see what happens start experimenting <laughs> yeah. the strict press sounds scary because you could injure yourself on that with the shoulder i don't think so as long as you did it the right way because the same thing is like the bench press i've actually when i first started the bench press i uh I would get pains in my uh, left shoulder. So I went to the, I was like, all right, well maybe I'm doing something wrong in the, in the technique wise, and I was. So I went to the sandbag, uh, didn't have any pain. So I did that for a couple weeks and I figured out like, oh, I need to squeeze a certain muscle like in my, in my lap to be able to take away the pain. And once I did that, the pain was gone. So I transitioned that back to the barbell and um, yeah, it was, it was fine. So you do, I've I've learned just as much as I have, yeah, from the from that bench press. So just doing that hundred reps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think you're gonna injure yourself as long as you do it the correct way, which is using the right muscles for that movement. Just need to learn to use the right muscles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just need to learn what what muscles to use for that movement. Yeah. In your Saturday classes, when did I start? Uh, next week. What month? What day is that? Oh, I don't know. Seventeenth. <laughs> Seventeenth. Is that seventeen? Is that a Saturday? Seventeenth April. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So seventeenth, we'll start all that. What time is it? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yep. Hmm. I'm gonna go. Are you? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Reluctantly. <I should. laughs> yeah. I should. Because I don't know how to use certain muscle groups. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should go. Plus, more importantly, you get to use all the fun equipment outside. Yeah, that'll be good. I love all that stuff. It's just different to, you know, using barbell and stuff in yeah. the gym. Yeah. I, hopefully, we'll be able to kind of adjust things a bit more over the next um, year or so. And like more people will be able to use things like the sandbags and dumbbells rather than using the barbells all the time. It's mm. like, I wonder if we can start to change people's mindsets as well as like if you're in the gym three days a week maybe you have one day where you use a barbell one day where you use dumbbells and one, one day where you use a sandbag so you're getting everything you need rather than always sticking to the barbell yeah. or if you use one one week you do the whole, the whole just barbell next week you do sandbags so no, change it up don't always use the barbell <laughs> yeah alright should we call it that call it good <laughs> <laughs>